What is going on, Panthers Nation? Carolina Dad here, back with another episode. This is the first mock draft, I guess we could say, of 2023 for the 2024 NFL Draft. Let's get right in. I'm going to try to do this as quickly as possible. If you know me, I don't like to cut corners. I like to do things the right way. And so before we actually jump into my mock draft, I wanted to take a look at where we are today with this roster heading into the offseason. So I've put together this nice, or at least I'll call it nice spreadsheet to look at who's on the roster heading into the offseason. How many people do we have at each position? What needs do we need to address? Who do I think we should re-sign? Enough of me talking. Let's get in and get started. So here we go. Starting on the offensive line. Sorry, that hovers there. We've got all of our offensive line back here, back next year, I should say, excuse me. And this is something that I continue to emphasize with anyone and everyone that would like to listen to me talk about this. Let me zoom in a little bit, make this easier. Coming back next year, we have all of our starters, Bradley Bozeman, Brady Christensen, Icky, Austin, Taylor Moten. If these guys can get healthy, that's a solid offensive line. But if is a really big word. So I do think when we start talking about free agency and or the draft that we may draft someone. The problem you have with this is you have nine offensive linemen, which is usually all that teams carry. So in this case, we may be looking at a Nash Jensen, a Ricky Lee, or a Cade Mays, or even Chandler Zavala. I don't think Chandler Zavala being cut at some point. That's your offensive line coming back. Quarterback Bryce Young, Andy Dalton. Very easy to talk and navigate that. Running back, we have Miles Sanders and Chuba Hubbard. Raheem Blackshear is a free agent. I'll talk about him in just a minute. And I'll also talk about the question marks surrounding Miles Sanders. At tight end, we have Hayden Hurst, Ian Thomas, and Tommy Tremble. I do think we're going to address tight end either through free agency or in the draft. Wide receiver, we are thin. We have Adam Thielen, Jonathan Mingo, Terrace Marshall Jr., and Mike Strachan. Looking at the defensive side of the ball, much and I should should note as I'm going through this that the green are the projected starters for next year. So most of the offense is signed and will be back. Let's look at the defense because defense defense is a little more rough, so to speak. So we have Dante Jackson, Derek Brown, Von Bell, Shai Tuttle, Xavier Woods, J.C. Horn, Shaq Thompson, if healthy, coming back, which means Frankie Louvu. Brian Burns, a lot of big names that are going to have to be retained. This is who we have coming back on the all, uh, excuse me, on the defensive side of the ball. Let me sort this really quickly so you can see this. Four safeties, Von Bell, Xavier Woods, Jamie Robinson, and Alex Cook. Outside linebackers, only three right now. DJ Johnson, Barno, who we know just got hurt, and Iku Leota. You have Shaq Thompson, Chandler Wooten, Luigi Villain, and Claudin Cherilis. Four Guys, and yeah, so I think bringing Luvu back is going to be important. Could also see us addressing this in free agency or in the draft. Defensive line, which has been short all year long, but that seems to be okay. But I would like to get a little more depth there. But we have Shy Tuttle, Derek Brown, uh, I'm rambling off players. We have Shy Tuttle and Derek Brown, so pretty light. So I think there's no doubt in my mind that we're going to have to sign some of these guys that are kind of roster bubbles. Coming into next year. Breaking this down right now, we have 20 offensive players signed. I didn't look at special teams, but we've got Hecker and Pinheiro. You would assume we signed Jansen. 
Defense, we have uh, 17 guys. So looking at the currently signed roster heading into the offseason right now, it's 39 players. NFL roster is 53 players. We have 14 spots to fill on this roster. Some of those probably are going to be addressed through re-signing some free agents. Now, this is my first list, my first pass at who I think we should bring back. DJ Chark looking at like a two-year contract, maybe one year. Frankie Louvu, let's get him locked up on a three-year deal. Brian Burns, if you can't negotiate a contract, you franchise tag him. Sam Franklin, key contributor on special teams and on the defensive side of the ball. Itor Grossmatos has earned, in my opinion, a chance to come back on a one- or two-year contract. I already talked about J.J. Jensen coming back. Amir Smith-Marset, sign him up, lock him up for a little bit longer, two to three years. It's going to be a little bit cheaper right now, but I think he is someone that can grow alongside Brian Burns. Defensive side of the ball to help with the depth depth that's not there. Nick Thurman, I like the idea of bringing back Raheem Blackshear, but then we get into this question of, I think we will carry three backs. We'll talk about the larger question with Miles Sanders here in a second. LeBron Ray, a little bit older, and Deshaun Williams, also older. They can bring those guys back on one- to two-year deals. Free agents. This is... Pure spitballing right now, but you look at Hollywood Brown, T. Higgins, Curtis Samuel, Michael Pittman, a lot of sleepers there. So when we think about the wide receiver position in the free agency market that's out here, I don't know that we are going to get a true number one as a free agent because a lot of these guys are probably going to go back to their original team or get franchise tagged and or may want to go to a team that can compete right away. And it's not going to take them a few years to get there. Tied in, I know Hayden Hurst is was signed in the offseason and we've got other guys on the roster ian thomas tommy tremble but i do think addressing and getting another tight end is important for this team a few guys that are going to be free agents schultz everett henry some of them having ties to new england if bill belichick ever did land here and then at the outside linebacker position i didn't really get into a lot of you know details with some of these guys but john ucci and daryl taylor are the two guys that i have Bringing up the questions, for me personally, what are we doing with Miles Sanders? That's the number one question. He's here. He signed. I don't know that it makes sense for us to give up the dead cap money, but it's always a possibility. You look at Hayden Hurst. Same thing with him. We're going to be paying him a lot of money. Is he going to be healthy? I think so. But at the same time, do you decide, is there a way to move off of him, to move off of Ian Thomas? I don't know. But that's always something that's going to be the back of my mind as we start to move into this. Adam Thielen, I throw that out there. He's, you know, this has not worked out the way that he's wanted it to work out. And if we look at bringing back some of these wide receivers, if we were to sign, you know, the list that I have, you're talking about six wide receivers, and that's not even addressing anyone or bringing anyone in through the draft. So is he a guy that gets moved? Shaq Thompson coming off of a major injury. I'd love to have him back. You just want to know about the health and do we need to address that? inside linebacker position like do we bring back combo on a one-year deal dante jackson he's getting paid a lot of money same thing with taylor moten taylor moten highest paid player on the roster right now for next year around 29 million dante jackson sitting around 15 million top in for for a cornerback i think like top 10 or so uh, for that salary range but those are things that the gm is going to have to address if we want to open up cap space and bring on um, you know, some of these bigger acquisitions in the offseason. And then Terrace Marshall Jr., who likely seems like he is not coming back. Names you didn't see on this list, C.J. Henderson, I think he's gone just based off of the healthy scratch. Jeremy Chin, likely gone as well. 
you can go online and search for the full free agent breakdown. There's some other names on here. Shaquille Griffin, Marquise Haynes, LaVisca Chenault, another name that didn't come up or I didn't go through. Troy Hill, Giovanni Ritchie, Stephen Sullivan. So there's a few other guys on the list that, yeah, maybe they uh, get brought back. But here we go, folks. It is time. Well, actually, it's not time. Almost time. This is the way I see the team that's that's here today. Offensive line, we need to address the interior so you can either decide that you're going to address through free agency, bring on one or two pieces that will help and feel good about what you have or feel good about what's coming back healthy. It's going to be okay. Or you try to get something through the draft. So that could change to yellow or green, depending on your perspective. Quarterback, we're good. Running back, I have yellow primarily because of Miles and not having Raheem coming back. You do have Chuba. So what does this look like in the offseason? Tight end, I do think we need another playmaking tight end to pair alongside Tommy Trimble. Wide receiver, we know the need at wide receiver with getting that vertical threat and playmaking ability on that side of the ball. Defense, a little bit nicer there. It's funny, like I said in a few episodes ago, cornerback position, you think coming into the season that that's a weakness, but the way that Ejiro Rivera has been able to piece together this defense and continue to put together a competent secondary week after week, one of the best in the leagues. And so I feel confident if he's here, I say that that's almost like a green interior or the defensive line across the front. I'd love to have a little more depth there uh, as far as playmakers to help to, to relieve some guys, but tagging those is green. We'll get outside linebacker. We know that's a key need, whether it's bringing back Brian Burns, not weather, but bringing back Brian Burns and someone to pair. You've got to have that tandem we see it a lot with other teams having the one-two punch on both sides of the ball so you're able to get that pressure in. That's a, that's a key need to be able to have a successful defense. Inside a linebacker, again, if you don't have Frankie Louvu, which hopefully you do, but you got Shaq Thompson coming off an of injury, you have these other free agents with uh, guys with not a lot of experience, we're going to need an inside linebacker. Safety, feel good about the safety position, and also feel good about special teams. My initial draft needs that I'm saying – Wide receiver, interior offensive line, outside linebacker, inside linebacker, cornerback, tight end, running back. When we start getting further down the list, I think you do get in these positions where it's like, okay, maybe it's just best available player. And without further ado, I'm trying to, to get into this. We are going to kick off our 2024 draft simulator. I've got some of my rankings pulled up just to help myself get through this. So we're going to start. And yeah, I'm not using... PFF because I'm not spending what 30 whatever dollars a month to do that just not my thing so I'm using NFL mock draft database simulator you can use it as well I have noticed that this program likes to give out a lot of these uh, trades that don't necessarily make sense so I, I won't accept them in this simulation because some of them are just absurd but let's go ahead today and I'm not going to make any trades or accept trades either. So I'm sitting tight with where we are. Pick number 33, 65, 101, 140, 165, and 178. There is an opportunity again for Carolina to move back off of pick 33, especially with the depth at wide receiver going into the second round. So if they move back a few spots and can get a few more draft picks, I think that's the, the correct move for them. Let's go ahead, start the simulation. And get it and get this rolling. So I do have my cheat sheet pulled up. Well, actually, I don't, but 
in the back of my mind. I know what it is. And uh, here we go. Yeah, see, this is outlandish that the Rams would offer us a fifth round, seventh round, second, third, sixth, just to move up to this position. I'm rejecting it. This may be a little more realistic. Moving back a few spots in the second round, getting a third round, and then a late round pick. That is actually pretty close to, you know, maybe we wouldn't, we wouldn't get the sixth round, but I think that's pretty close to an accurate offer. Let's go ahead. And here, starting off, I'm getting a wide receiver. There's there's no hiding that. Wide receivers coming off the board, and there's a lot of names to watch, a lot of names in this group. And, you know, we can look at this. I look, wow, Baltimore capped off, got Xavier Worthy. So they took him off the board because that was coming into this. I've done this a few times. Xavier Worthy has definitely been a name at the top of the list. We have Mitchell out of Texas, Brian Thomas Jr. out of LSU, Xavier Leggett out of uh, South Carolina, and Troy Franklin. You know, out of this group, I think it initially it was like, oh, there's definitely going to be an Xavier. I'm leaning. I've seen a lot more ball just personally from Xavier Leggett and not so much from Troy Franklin. However, I do think as I'm assessing what is on here that Troy Troy Franklin is going to be a playmaker. But I know a lot of people are taking Troy in my simulation today. I'm actually going to go with the best available, or at least what they have picked as the best available. Odonai Mitchell, and I hope I pronounced that correctly, out of Texas. Now you could probably you know go with Brian Thomas Jr. here and feel pretty confident in that pick too, but we'll go. So we've addressed the wide receiver position, at least initially. And now we're going to be moving into the next pick. Get this pulled up. I just got to reject all of these trades. So we have Johnny Wilson. Sorry, I'm not looking at wide receivers anymore. Although I do see Tez Walker on the list. So looking at best available, do you have the running back out of Ohio State? So if you wanted to go, you know, best available, available, excuse me, player, that would be an option. I already know that interior offensive line is an issue. I'm going to be picking an interior offensive lineman. So Cooper, baby, BB, I should say, it's going to be my pick here. There's a few other interior offensive linemen that were available for selection. Going back to the best available view. Giving this a second load. So not as great. You know, when I start to look at this, we've got safety, cornerback, some wide receiver, interior offensive line. It would be tempting to get another wide receiver right now to help out Bryce. But I do think just based off of what I've seen and where we are, you know, edge, we do need an edge rusher. I do like Peyton Wilson, linebacker. Adisa Azayek out of Penn State makes a lot of sense. You know, I feel like, you know, if you're weighing the options between edge or outside and interior offensive or not interior linebacker, inside linebacker, you could really not go wrong with either, either of those. And even the cornerback position. Oh, man. I, I feel okay with cornerback, although I do like going with the cornerback there. But I'm going to go ahead and address the edge, helping out Brian Burns and our defense. Let this simulate through. And I have this on fast speed, but even then it's not that fast. Let me reject the trades as usual. And we've already addressed off interior offensive line, so I don't see us doing that again. Kind of get into this weird category. And 
We've got a running back out of Oregon, running back out of Michigan, linebacker out of Michigan, Junior Colson, and I have talked about the need. Like if I were to weigh needs, I would take defense in this in this case over. Mm, let's see what's a wide receiver before I do that. Oh man, yeah. I'm gonna go back and I am gonna take it. I know it's not helping Bryce, but I you know, let me go back up here. Ah, it's hard. Tough decision, but I am gonna go, you know what? I'm going to go with interior Christian Mahogany because I think he was ranked as one of the like number two interior offensive line. You know, drafting two offensive linemen, I don't think interior offensive linemen at least is going to be the the solution. But hey, this is part of just doing this and doing it a few times and getting used to the, the mock draft simulation. We've addressed edge safety. Now we're starting to move back into best available. Let's look at our board here. Usain Muhammad, man, that is would be amazing to have him here just for the name recognition. I'm going to go with Jacob Cow, uh, Cowing out of Arizona as my pick. And then we've got one more pick to go. Continue to reject all of these trades. We've got Michael Sertovit, wide receiver. I'm not going to draft another wide receiver. And I'm not going to draft interior edge. So I do move back into kind of this best available. Again, I don't think this is the best mock draft. Again, that's why I do a lot of these. The first one in the books, we'll go with Chas Smooth Wade, cornerback out of Washington State, and close out this draft. That's going to continue to simulate, but you can see here on the right-hand side, the draft for perspective. This was my original draft earlier. I had Xavier, Le Le Xavier Worthy, excuse me, Jatavian Sanders, Peyton Wilson, Christian Mahogany, and Xavier Thomas and Michael Sturdivant in the original mock. So that's your mock draft 1.0. Going to be a lot of these coming through. Wanted to get that out. So thank you all and cheers. Have a good one.